Hi, welcome to another episode of Stop Sweeping Under the Carpet with Jacqueline Francis. I have a special guest for you today, all the way from Bangladesh. I'm pleased to say that I have Sadia Islam with me and she'll be talking about for the sake of the children. When we're in relationships or, you know, domestic abuse relationships, we often forget about the children. So she's here to share her experience on that particular topic. We're all live now, so thank you very much for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, hi, um, guys, how are you doing? My name is Jacqueline Francis, and welcome again to another series of Stop Sweeping Under the Carpet. So, I have a special guest with me today, all the way from Bangladesh. I'm so grateful to her for joining me. <laughs> her name is Sadia. Um, so, Sadia, if you can just introduce yourself a little bit and tell our viewers um, a little bit about yourself. Okay, um, and that's very, really, very happy to be with you here in broadcast. Uh, I'm Sadia from Bangladesh. Um, today, I'm here to share with you and Jacqueline about my stories and uh, talk about some. Uh, it was like the um, don't sweep under the carpet, and uh, it mm. is actually. Yes. And we love to share our uh, stories and also talk with you all. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jackie. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, um, I do um, stop sleeping under the carpet for women, for, for those people who don't know, for those women who and young girls who are experienced or who have experienced domestic abuse. The idea of stop sleeping under the carpet is we don't want to hide what's going on anymore. Hide abuse, actually, what's going on anymore. We don't want yes. to keep sweeping under the carpet. We need to empower our young women and our girls to have to build the confidence to talk about their experiences. If we hide our experiences, then we would never eradicate or mitigate um, abuse. So to have you yes. on and other women on, guest speakers on, sharing their experience. The whole idea is to inspire other women and girls um, to talk about what they have been going through and what they want to share with other women as well. It's, it's, it's actually a domino effect because if they see one person talking about it and that and your story might resonate with somebody else, do you know what I mean? And they were like saying, oh, that happened to me. How did she get out of it? How did she deal with it? to become the person that she is now. So that's the whole idea of Stop Sleeping Under the Carpet. So today's topic, we're talking about, do I stay for the sake of the children? So before we actually touch on that, I'd like Sadia, if she can, um, to explain her, to share her story um, with us, and then we can jump onto the, you know, going to in greater detail to say, do I stay for the sake of the children? So Sadia, you know, the floor is yours. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, so uh, first of all, I want to uh, tell you that yeah, you have to set your priority. Uh, as uh, in my case, I have been uh, passing my married life nine years and it was not uh, uh, very happy from the beginning. It was very devastating from the first but at first I was thinking about that, okay, it will be fine, it will be okay. But gradually, uh, as the time 
passes by, I have seen that it wasn't okay. And it, there is a saying that, oh, when you are going to be mother or you are a mother, the problems will get solved on their way. But it wasn't that actually. I mm. must admit that. Right. So right. what happened uh, after uh, becoming mother, I have seen so many problems raising very, very much. Gradually, it, um, it, it, it was like uh, happening in front of my child. And uh, I was thinking, uh, I am uh, sacrificing so many things for my child, but I can't ensure him a good environment, a, or an honest environment, and, and a very friendly environment. He was watching everything, every uh, appearances in front of him, he was every, uh, every day. So I thought that I shouldn't give my child such kind of environment to live as a human being. Today, he is a very child. He will be a human being for the world, for someone else and for the society. So mm. why should I don't try to give him an environment to live happily and to become a very good human being? Mm. That is what I thought to wow. get out of that relationship and uh, search a good environment for my child. Mm. That is why today I am here I with my that. child trying trying to give him a better environment to become a be very very good person and a very good human being because yeah. the world needs human being not a person as male or female a very good human absolutely okay so you've frozen a little bit but we'll continue i'm sure you can hear me um you say that you've been married for nine years what was the first signs that you were seeing that things weren't quite right? Okay, so, oh gosh, unfortunately, Sadia has frozen, the screen has frozen. So, um, hopefully that she'll try to um, restart it. Okay, so Nadia was saying that she's been married, she was married for nine years. And from the very beginning, things were not working out very well for her. Um, she saw signs and there were problems earlier on in the relationship um, and it was happening in front of her child. And she also went on to say that um, she um, done a lot of, uh, she experienced a lot of sacrifices um, so that her child can grow up in a safe environment. And hopefully, we've lost Sadia, unfortunately. I'm hoping that she'll be able to get back on. Um, but while she does try to get back on, I'll just continue with um, with what's going on here. So yeah, so she doesn't want her child to grow up in a, an environment. Um, oh, hi, Sadia. Can you hear me? She Hello. She doesn't want her child to grow back. Can you hear me? Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? <laughs> so sorry so sorry there is interruption i'm so sorry no 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 not to worry because i know that the internet is not as perfect as everyone would want it to be i was just recapping um what you were talking about and for those people who have just joined us sadia is um here to share her experience of um her abuse and with her partner and why she left 
um, for the sake of her child. So if anyone wants to join the conversation, if anyone has any comments, please do put them in the comments box and either myself or Sadia will be glad to answer it for you. So Sadia, just going back now, you were saying that you um, were married for nine years and you started to see problems quite quickly. Can you just say, can you just explain to us what type of problems you were seeing quite quickly in, in your marriage? Okay. Um, uh, I must uh, say it was uh, fully domestic violence, mm. every kind of domestic violence there. As I said, I was studying, I was uh, uh, in the fourth semester studying in international business department of University of Dhaka. And I had a very, very bright planning about my future, about my career. But I was uh, forced to stop my study and uh, care of I was ready to do that. Uh, I was suffering so much violence. It, it's about um, uh, oral violence, just abuses, or um, also, I must say, he used to take, he used to beat me. Anyway. So I was just shattered. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. And done anything wrong. I uh, always uh, tell anyone that if I do anything. <laughs> okay, so we're still having. You are the person to correct me, but not by hitting me. You can try to pacify or try to make me understand. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that is the thing I was uh, suffering from nine years. Wow. I mean, it's, you were saying that you were studying. So when, did you get married before you were studying or during your studies? During my studies, it was fourth semester of uh, uh, my BBA study. Right. Okay. So um, the fact that I mean, obviously, being abused during that time when you were studying and having a young child as well, that's obviously not conducive to, to you and, you know, the relationship, the marriage. So I wanted to ask um, yes, yes. how the theme is, do I stay for the sake of the children? At what point, you were not married for nine years, at what point did you make that decision to leave and how difficult was it for you? Okay, uh, my child was then about uh, four, uh, five and a half years. Uh, he was studying in uh, school and it was an everyday scenario. Okay. Any type of abuse, any type of violence. It was like, oh, why didn't you do that? Or why didn't I have that? Okay, but I was trying every way to manage everything. But it's like that I have to take care of my child too because the person is my priority. My priority is my child because he is a very kid. He doesn't have the ability to accept every way. So I was about to take care of my child, but the thing was that I was forced to take care uh, beyond my capacity. You know, no one can go beyond his capacity or beyond her capacity. Mm. We have to maintain that. We have to take care of that. But I was deprived of everything, and I was about to uh, do every way, manage every way, whatever comes in front of me. 
So gradually, whenever uh, my child was growing up, he is four and a half years, and uh, he started seeing, watching everything, and also complaining to others that there is something wrong. There is something wrong, but there is no pacifying mentality uh, within them to talk with me or manage the environment, whatever it is. So I was shattered watching my child after having such environment. He was just calm down, sitting quietly and uh, watching what was happening with me mm. in front of him. Wow. So, that so was the, very shocking. So the, the, so the abuse was taking place in front of your child? Your exactly. Child. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. Right. And it was he was complaining to some uh, other family members, but they didn't care about. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe it's your fault. I have yeah. been hearing for this for so many years. Maybe it's your fault. You have to manage. You have to pacify him. You have to take care of him. You have to yeah. listen whatever he tells. Anytime. Yeah. You have to listen. So I was thinking that, yes, he is an educated person. And an educated person cannot do such such occurrences in front of a child. Mm. Even if it is of his own child or some other else. But it's shocking. It's psychologically hampering. That yeah. triggered my mind. Mm. Mm. After that, I started thinking, I must take care of my son's psychological health also so, so that is why mm. i took the decision to go away from that relationship and search for a better environment for my child right right and that's obviously the right thing to do um can i just go back you, you mentioned that um your child was complaining to other family members and family members were saying that it's blaming you. Yes. Um, you know, which is um, you saying that you, you're the one that's in the wrong. You're the one that has to be working on the marriage. Why else would he be abusing you? He must be abusing you because you're doing something yes. wrong. And of course, that's not the case. That's, that's never the case. You can't justify abusing um, violence against a woman or a child, you can't do that. Um, so when your child, the fact that your child was saying this to another family member, I mean, how did that make you feel? Because obviously it's happening in front of him. It was so embarrassing and so much hurting that you are having such a... Um, abusive um, words, abusive, uh, I was shattered, fully shattered. I had nothing mm -hmm. to say. Uh, it was like that I stopped talking with him for uh, half an hour, even for one hour or two hours after mm -hmm. such occurrences. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. So... For women uh, or young girls, because, I, I mean, abuse is abuse. It doesn't matter what country that you're in. The, the, yes, the, experience, the experience in 
the experience that you are having is the same experience that we'll be having in the UK and different parts of the world. And the the the, the things that the the family members or friends are saying are exactly the same that family members will be saying here. Maybe you're doing something wrong. And then it's, it sort of wears down your self-confidence. And then did you at any time start to think, well, mm, well, maybe I am doing something wrong? Or did you know categorically, no, this is not my fault. It's yours. Yes. Mm, yeah, yeah. So if someone is going through something, a similar experience to you, what would you say to them if, you know, especially if they have children? The theme is, you know, the topic is, do I stay for the sake of the children? Yes. Many women will say that they will stay for the sake of the children. Um, but the impact, thinking, not intentionally, thinking that they're doing the right thing. Do you know what I mean? You know, uh, or maybe because um, their partner is the one who is the breadwinner and brings the finances in, um, you know, how would my children get fed and clothes if my partner doesn't give me any money so I will stay? Do you know what I mean? But your advice to them is is, is what? What is, would your advice to them be? Okay. So uh, at first I have uh, said that set up your priority first. Whatever you want to do, um, just decide what you would like to do in uh, for future, not for the present being, because people are mostly think uh, thinking of uh, such present present situation or, or what should I do now? But at first, we we must think. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So we're having some problems again um, with the internet connection. So just just quickly recap. So if you've just joined us, my name is Jacqueline Francis. Um, this is Stop Sleeping Under the Carpet, and I'm. This is a platform where women will share their experiences of abuse to empower other women and girls um, if they are going through um, a similar experience not to stay in a relationship, but also to inspire women and girls that if it is happening to you, it's, there is light at the end of the tunnel. You will be able to get out of it because I know a lot of women and girls feel that they can't get out of it, that, that this is going to be their life. And here is a prime example where Sadia is sharing her experience and she's saying, well, look, this is what happened to me. And, you know, I came out of it and this is where I am now. So it is possible um okay so if you do have any comments please do put them in the comments box um please give us your thoughts what are your thoughts on domestic abuse will we ever get um will we ever mitigate violence against women and girls um so if you can put your questions or your answers or your comments in the comments box so sadia i was just recapping again um what it is that you were saying um okay with regards to what we're, we're living in an age now where, okay, COVID is, is now with us. Do you know what I mean? And there has been a huge rise in domestic abuse. Excuse me. There's been a huge rise in domestic, domestic abuse. So what, how, I, I feel as if we've gone 10 steps backward. I feel, I feel as if we were moving forward. And now with this, with the lockdown, you know, there are huge numbers saying that women are, and girls are experiencing more abuse. So 
Will we ever get to that point where we can mitigate abuse, do you think? What, what are your thoughts? Okay. Um, I must say that abusing uh, mitigation is, is not one-sided anything. Mm -hmm. It starts with each and every family members. It starts with psychological advancement and psychological adjustment. Whenever the spouse, I must uh, say spouse, because there are also some uh, people says that female also abuses men in different ways. So mm -hmm. I'm using the spouse, uh, word spouse. So yeah. first, take care of your psychological adjustment. Mm. It will help me get the domestic abuse mostly. Whenever you are thinking she is my female partner or she is your partner, later she is your female partner. So take care of uh, such psychological adjustment first, then it will be mitigated every way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think what's interesting is the fact that if your partner, your spouse, your boyfriend, whatever terminology that you want to use, is has not even considered the impact of their actions will have on their child. Do you know what I mean? Because yes. um, someone's asking, um, well, they were asking what the session was about. So the session is about, do you stay for the sake of the children? Do you know what I mean? Do you leave a relationship or do you stay? The impact on staying, as you have clearly mentioned, the psychological abuse, but it can also trigger depression, anxiety to the child, as well as to you, but to the child as well. Depending on the age of the child also, um, sleepless nights, um, um, temper tantrums, um, nightmares. I mean, yes, exactly. Did your, did your child experience any of those? Did, um, ten temper tantrums or so forth? Yes, yes, exactly. There is so much tension. There is so much nightmares. It was like that uh, sometimes uh, my child was just, oh, um, Amu, I don't want to move. I want to be stuck here. I don't want to go that room or go somewhere else. I want to be with you every time. So it, was, it was very, very pressurizing. And I just uh, thought how to pacify my child, how mm. to take care of him, because he was too much disturbed that time. Mm. And I, I, I must say it was increasing gradually. That is why I thought about betterment anyway, uh, as mm. there is nothing to do with my partner or nothing to do with that home, that environment. That is why I took the step to go for work with my child alone. Mm, yeah. Okay, so um, let's just give a quick shout to those people who have taken the time to um, comment or show up. Thank you, Sabia. Um, Thank you. <laughs> my pleasure. Um, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this correctly, but I will try. Um, it's the Q. I'm not quite sure whether I pronounced that connect, connect correctly or not. Um, and thank you, Sazia. And who else have we got? Um, yes, it, it's uh, my friend. Good day. Um, thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to um, put a comment um, and uh, if you have a comment based on what Sazia has been saying, please do share 
um, with us. So overall, we can say that it's, don't think that by staying that you're helping your child. Don't think that because your child is in another room that they can't hear what's going on. And also don't think that they can't yes, yes, see exactly, exactly. what's they, they can. feel. Exactly. And the impact that it will have on that child growing up, we have just mentioned the psychological, the emotional. And when that child grows up, do you think, I mean, I don't know for you, do you think if you stayed that your child, is it a son do you have? Is it a son, a boy? Is it a boy? I'm sorry. Do you have a boy or a girl? Boy. 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 Okay, so do you think your son will grow up to be uh, an abuser? Is that something that you were afraid of or didn't even occur to you at the time? Or you just wanted just to get out? So, um, I'm sorry, um, so much interaction. Yes, some people say that children, if they are in an abusive relationship, that they will grow up to be abusers themselves. Did that cross your mind? I'm, um, I want to share one thing very important for all the people to know. My child was behaving different way. I have been nurturing him very politely, being very polite, being very honoring to others, respective to others. But sometimes I have seen him talking differently. It was it was shocking. Oh, I haven't said these things any time in front of you. How do you say some words? Mm. I was too much shocking. He's a very lovely child of mine. Yeah. He's a boy, but he's too polite, I must say. Yeah. But the thing was that sometimes he was uh, talking in a way, um, watching. Every time he was watching that person talking that way and he was copying. Right, and, right. You know, childs are too much. Coming. Yes. Uh, it, was, it was hurting too mm. much. I, I have been very respectful to others. So I see my child is talking in different way uh, in some very lots or some different words. Mm. It was just... Ah, how can right. you say such words? Yeah, it actually it, impacts very much, very much. Absolutely, impact. absolutely. And um, Caroline, thank you, Caroline, for joining us. She just said the worry of learnt behaviour and then acting on default. And that's right, because, you know, the child is learning from the adults in the room. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. If, they, if he sees his father behaving that way, then he will copy, you know, he will learn that behaviour. So in order for you to, uh, I mean, obviously you don't want your child growing up, you know, and, and, you know, being a replica of his father. So I'm, you know, I'm glad that you have take you took him out of the equation or the environment or the situation. I'm glad that you were able to recognize the way that he was speaking to you, the way that he was behaving to you, towards you. Um, because I think some, some women maybe at times, get caught up in the relationship and they forget about the impact that it's having on the children, um, you know, and through no fault of their own. But 
I always ask this question because the onus always seems to be on the women to do something. Exactly. What about the men? I get really quite annoyed that it's great that we have this platform and we are talking, but there needs to yes. be a what type of education do we do you think that we can give to our to our men and to our boys? I mean, what would you say to your child, you know, to educate him about abuse or unhealthy relationships? Okay. So uh, I just tell my child, you are a person, you are a human being. Every time I keep telling him every week, don't hurt anyone with your words. I always tell him that don't hurt anyone, Baba. Um, you are my good son. Mm. You are the best. Every time, every day, at least uh, four to five times, I keep telling you, Baba, you are the best person. You are the best son in the world. And he replies, Ma, Amu, Ma, you are the best mom in the world. So that oh. is so lovely. But I tell him every day to make sure that he is an important human being in the world. So, uh, being a son is important, but being a very, very good human being is important for the world. I think every time I teach, whenever I talk with him, make him feel that you are important, not yeah. only for me, but yeah. the world, for the society and for the surroundings. So, every time I tell him, never hurt anyone, you are a protector for female mm. also for everyone i tell mm. him every day at least three times so whenever he sometimes do anything naughty i oh baby don't do that you yes. can't you are a protector you are yeah. a good human being so he just oh, oh oh sorry sorry i have done this oh I, i'm just correcting and it's so lovely I tell absolutely, him everything. Absolutely. But I think I'm going to, um, I mean, we've been talking for a while now and we're coming actually to the end, but I just want to add this in because it's all to do with mindset. And um, there are a lot yes. of men out there. I'm not against men or anything like that who are misogynist. And it's in a family unit um, in some countries. It's very patriotic, um, patriarchal. Um, you know, where the men are, are the head and whatever men say goes, do you know what I mean? And the women are second-class citizens. And it, it's time to, to change the status quo. It's time to change the type of discourse that they are having with themselves. It's time to change their mindset. And, yes. you know, I would love the opportunity to have men on this program to speak about especially if they are a perpetrator, not that they would admit that they are a perpetrator, but why do men do what they do to women? And women are, we are st such strong people, you know, our sex is, is such a strong, uh, we are so strong, you know, and without yes. us, yes. without us as women, you know, let me see how you actually get on with yourself. Do you know what I mean? So, um, COVID, as I said, has shone a, a light on the abuse that is going on all around the world. I want to speak to women from different parts of the world to establish or to find out what their experiences are. Um, we can talk a lot more about this, but we're going to wrap it up. But um, if you have any final words, I think we have come to the conclusion that do not stay for the sake of the children. We know what impact it has on children. 
you know, so any last words or comments that you'd like to say? Okay. Um, uh, I have heard a recent story of uh, not very known. It's like a friend just in abuse and uh, she has two children. So I was shattered. Uh, what you are educated, you don't have the environment to cope up with anything. But the thing is that you must think about your child. They are growing up in a uh, worse environment. I mm. must say, I have suggest I have suggested her also think about the environment your child is growing. Children are growing up. So the last thing I, I want to share, there are so many occurrences around us. In Asia, we have seen so many occurrences and also it's a pandemic situation everywhere in the world. We are hearing every day so many cases of domestic violence and domestic abuses. So it's your time to step forward to what do you think to give the priority? Yeah. If the pride and step uh, forward to uh, a better environment, a better uh, social status, and hopefully a better life. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Think of that. Gonna... Think of that. Okay, so before we go, um, Veronica has jumped on. Thank you very much, Veronica, for joining us. Children who are caught up in domestic abuse or domestic violence may exhibit some mental illness. Um, illness later in life, it's important to consider moving to a safe and conducive environment for the sake of our children. And that's exactly what you were just saying. Yes, um, yes exactly. I was saying that. Exactly. For the sake Thank of you, Veronica. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have another one comment here. Farhin says, um, proper mindset is very important to be learned. Ah, um, thank you, Farhin. <laughs> She's so, from Advice my organization oh yes that's right yes okay hi <laughs> thank you very much for joining us and it's true yes, yes. It's you remember <laughs> so lovely brain yeah it's it is a, and she's absolutely right in terms of mindset and it's to try to change the way that people think men think i'm saying men here because don't get me wrong we do we are aware that there are women who abuse men as well but we can see that the statistics show that the figures are higher that men abusing um, women so it is all about mindset and changing the way that things have been done culturally I mean in a country such as yours Bangladesh or Pakistan or or Africa or whatever country it's it seems to be the the norm that women are accepting that this is the way of life and it's not. And it's time to, for women, as you say, to step up um, and say, well, look, this is not the norm. This, I'm, you know, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. You need to, um, you know, fix yourself up, so to speak. You need to come better than this. You need to change the way that you see us as women. Um, so, sorry, I'm just paraphrasing here why you were frozen. So, um, I was just saying that you're, you're right in terms of um, men need to step up. Women also need to step up to tell their men and their boys that 
you know, this is not right. You know, this, you cannot do this. You, you must be more respectful. We must have mutual respect for each other. Um, yes, exactly. That's so, important. Absolutely. So uh, as Fahim said, yeah, mindset is very important um, in a situation such as this. But we will carry on talking about abuse um, until the figures decrease, until um, there is some sort of change that men can see that this is not the right thing to do. Um, you know, so we will keep on empowering. So that's the end of our um, interview um, with, um, with the interview with Sadia today. I just want to say thank you so much for joining me. My pleasure, dear. Thank you so much, Jackie. You are welcome anytime. Um, Caroline says respect is key. Caroline also jumped on to say respect is key. Of course, mutual respect is absolutely key. Yes, yes, um, exactly. Yeah. So, if any one of your friends or colleague has a similar experience, or have, if there's anyone within your um, country or your friendship that wants to talk about um, domestic abuse and what can be done and what should be doing um, to empower women, then you know, please do come and um, get in contact. Um, so yeah, that's it. Let's draw it to a close. Thank you so much to all of those who joined us, and thank you for those who shared their comments as well. Thank you so much, Jackie, and thank you so much, our princess. You're welcome. You're welcome. So take care, and until next time, bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, so that was my special guest, Sadia, who um, we were discussing about for the sake of the children, do you stay in relationships, um, bad relationships for the sake of the children? And I guess, as you can hear, that we concluded that you don't. So if anyone has been affected by any of these issues discussed in our interview today, then please um, do seek professional help. And um, yeah, please do share this um, this podcast and also like it. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.